Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. I'm your host, Nicole, and check me out. I'm back. Like I said, I would be with a brand new episode on a Monday. Look at me keeping my word. It's showing growth. It's showing improvement. Okay, cute. Let's get into it. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about dating. Dating is ghetto. I hate it here. It makes me hate my ex even more. Let me explain. So here's the thing. When I decided to leave my ex, I knew I wasn't ready to really put myself out there. And I really wasn't in a rush. I'm still not in a rush. I don't really know what I want. My mind changes every single day. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to be alone and fuck around and just like have a good time. Other times I'm like, I don't even want to look at men. I don't even want to be touched or looked at by one. I just want to travel the world and just be cute and hang with my friends and just do the things I want. And then other times I'm like, fuck, I miss cuddling. I miss kissing. I miss holding hands. I miss elements of a relationship. Forgive me. I was in a relationship for six years. Okay. These are things that fucking sent endorphins in my brain. Like, like all the time like this was my serotonin okay i was always happy to receive that kind of a love and attention but when i first became single i was like you know is that something i'm really ready for is this the time that i should be taking to be alone and by myself and you know so when i first became single i wasn't much in a rush but i was on hinge and it was more of like a curiosity thing i was on there kind of getting to know people but it's just like it just sucks like being on hinge like i think i underestimated how terrible it actually is because people would talk about it all the time dating apps are you know they're shit they are such a waste of time nobody takes anybody seriously there it's so disposable you know people who are on there just lack communication you get ghosted for no reason in my head i just thought oh i think they're looking too far into it maybe it's not that bad no it's bad it's really bad I hate it. So, for example, I remember when I first got the app, I was really picky to the point where almost every person I rejected that was in Orlando, like I think I must have rejected all of Orlando because at some point I started getting matches from like people that live two hours away from me. And I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> I don't do long distance either. But I did end up matching with this one guy and there was a good solid conversation. I felt so good about it that I ended up like deleting the app. And so we were like texting and then we agreed to like meet up. And then two days before we were going to meet up, he ghosted me. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. I get it now. This sucks. I never got an explanation. I don't chase. I never followed up. I never circled back. I kind of just took it for what it was. And the reason why I say ghosted is because we were texting and I texted and I never got a response back. And I think I waited like four days and was like, hey, and then I never got a response. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what just happened, cute. So yeah, dating on those apps are terrible. And then I was, then there were some people that I kind of did get through to, get through with, I guess, or get through to, or whatever. Like there were some that I ended up meeting in real life, but those dates were not that great. Like there was one guy that, it was, it was cool. Like. We're going to call him Middle Eastern because he was Middle Eastern and very handsome, like head full of dark hair or yeah, head full of dark hair, blue eyes. Okay. 
just had the thickest accent. I mean, I thought he was Greek. And I mean, in theory, Middle Eastern, Greek, yeah, sure, kind of falls in the same sector, but not necessarily. He's from a different country. I'm not going to talk about the country because I don't want to get the podcast too political. But let's just say there's two countries that are basically in war with each other. And he's from one of those countries. Okay. Anyway, very handsome guy. And he asked me out on a date and we went out to dinner and it was it was cool like i mean he paid for everything he was super gentleman super generous but it's just like the vibes were not great like i just felt like i couldn't tell if he was into me or not because normally like you know i read body language right so normally like if somebody likes you like their body is like facing you they're making eye contact they're smiling you know they're asking you questions this guy was just kind of like looking off to the side his body language was opposite from mine and i just remember thinking like does this guy even want to be here so for me i take that as oh he doesn't so let's just wrap it up so it's like once we were done with our food i was like oh like are you ready to go he was like no i'm gonna get a drink and i was like okay so we get a drink and then we the conversation got a little bit better and then he's like do you want another one and i'm like okay and then after we were done, he paid the bill. And then he's like, okay, where do you want to go to next? And it's just like, my guy, like, I, I don't know, maybe culturally, it's just different. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting dating different people from different cultures. Cause you see, I'm just so used to like a type of person and the type of person I'm used to dating is like the person who's like all over me from day one. Like, I kid you not, if you're not the kind of person that is going to be, like, all over me right away. Like, if you're not trying to, like, I don't know, live inside of my asshole the first date, I'm just going to assume you don't even like me that much. Like, honestly, like, that's the kind of behavior I gravitate towards. That's the kind of behavior I respond to and that I register. If you're not acting extreme with me, I'm going to assume you're not interested I know that's toxic, but that's just how my brain works. I'm in therapy. Leave me alone. Let me explain. It's just how I process things. So which is why like during this day, I just couldn't get it. Like I wasn't sure if whatever. So we ended up going to another bar. And at this point, you know, because we've had drink, like we've had a few drinks, like the body language was a little bit more like, I don't know, like vibey, like, you know, obviously it was better. And then he said something that was borderline degrading and i'm not gonna say what he said but basically he suggested that we go back to his car and we fuck around i'm not gonna say what he said because i don't like what he said but he said something along the lines of like basically fucking around in his car after the bar and I was so thrown off that I smacked him. I didn't smack him hard. I basically like took my hand and I smacked the bottom half of his face. So it, it was almost like jawline, like half cheek, jawline, neck, like that part of the face. So I didn't like slap him across the face. I just kind of liked it like a kind of, you know, like it sounds hard, but you know, it was just like a what the fuck? And like, I kind of tapped him like that, like hard. 
and he kind of like snapped out of whatever trance he was in and he like kind of like smiled at me and I was like don't ever fucking say that shit to me again because I swear to god I would leave right now and he was like I'm sorry I'm sorry and then like he kind of like tried to pull me in and like kiss me and like be flirty with me but it was just that part of my brain that just like turned off and I'm like I don't fucking like this shit so whatever we ended up like saying our goodbyes he was kind of like worried he was like are you okay to drive and i'm like i'm fine relax i'm good and i was fine went home felt like shit i'm like dude this sucks like i was like i felt so confused throughout the date and then it was like we were drinking and it seemed kind of cool and then he just said what he said and i'm like all oh, this sucks like he is not a gentleman after all so that was a fail so after all of that had happened, I was just kind of like, you know something, I don't want to date at all. Like this is fucking ratchet. It's ghetto out here. I don't like, just, I don't like the vibes. So I ended up like deactivating the hinge uh, like profile and I decided to kind of just move old school in that way. Like, you know what, if I meet somebody naturally, then so be it, you know, but from now on, I'm not going to go looking for it. I'm not going to be on these apps. I'm just going to chill solo, right? So I deactivated the account and I've just been like by myself. So during this time, you know, like guys have been hitting me up. I've been on some dates. I've been hanging out with people. Nothing serious. Obviously, if you've heard last week's episode, you know that I did meet up with a guy in London. So there was some positives from Hinge. But aside from that, you know, it's been it's been OK. But let me tell you about the most chaotic date I, and, and I don't want to say chaotic okay the date wasn't chaotic it's funny because I know this person and I know this person listens to the podcast and I'm not gonna say his name but you already fucking know what I'm about to say and I know he listens to the podcast <laughs> but I'm gonna tell the story so I know you're listening who I'm talking about but you did this to yourself you did this to yourself. All right. So we're going to call him Llama. <laughs> we're going to call him Llama. Okay. So me and Llama have known each other for a few years. We know a lot of the same people. I'll leave it at that. We met one time almost 10 years ago, but because he's in the service industry, we happen to run into each other a lot, whether it's at a dive bar, an outing, a club, whatever. I ran into him a few times in other areas, but it's all love. It's all good. I think once he saw that I was officially single, he started to shoot his shot with me. And at first I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'm into it. Not right now. Like I'm not really ready to be taking anybody seriously. He was being persistent, right? And we love a persistent guy. I mean, not the kind that doesn't get the hint, but the kind that's like, no, I'm serious. I like you. Just give me a chance, you know? So I was kind of like about it for the most part. We had planned to hang out until one random day he hits me up. Now, fun little fact. On Tuesdays, I have therapy, right? So Tuesday nights, it's kind of like, I don't know, like it's kind of like a, a roulette on how I will be feeling Tuesday nights because sometimes after therapy I feel really heavy other times I feel fine it really depends so I try not to make plans Tuesday nights I had my session it ended at seven 
And Llama hits me up and he texts me and says, hey, do you like sangria? So I read the text message and I was like, okay, yes. So I responded and I said, yes. So he goes, oh, well, I'm hanging out with a few friends and I made a batch of sangria if you want to come through. So the session that I had that night, it wasn't like extremely heavy, but it kind of had me in my feels. And so when he had offered that, I was kind of like, well, you know what? I don't really want to be stuck home anyway. Let me just go out. You know, let me just go meet up. It could be a vibe, whatever. So in my head, even though him and I had already planned to go like on a date, I just was like, you know what? It's a hang. It's with friends. Fuck it. Maybe this could be like a pre thing, like see how we vibe before we commit to actually hanging out for real, for real. Because to be honest, again, even though I've known him 10 years, I haven't really known him 10 years consistently. So I wasn't thinking like too much about, not that I wasn't thinking too much about it. I was still like, to me, he was still like a stranger in a way, you know, but he kind of made it seem like it was a casual thing. He's like, yeah, like I'm just hanging out with some friends. I made a batch of sangria. Like if you want to come through, we're all just hanging out. So I was like, fuck it. So, you know, I, cause normally my sessions, I have them virtually. So I was like in sweatpants, I had on a cute top, whatever. So I told him straight, I was like, look, I'll come through, but I'm not looking cute. Like I'm, I've been home all day. I'm in sweats. Like, you know, it is what it is. So he was like, don't worry about that. Just come through. Cool. So I leave the house. I'm dressed. And mind you, again, I'm in sweatpants. I'm wearing my glasses. My hair's in a bun. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm home. So I get in the car and I'm driving to where he's at. He sends me the location. But as I'm arriving, I realized that the last time him and I had spoke, he mentioned something about parking being really bad where he lives. And I'm thinking in my mind that I'm driving to his house. So I call him and I'm like, yo, like, how's the parking? Because I'm not trying to get my car towed either. Because I know you mentioned that in your complex, you know, parking isn't that great. And he's like, oh, no, it's not at my house. It's at my friend's house. So I'm like, okay, well, that's fucking weird because I don't know your friend. And is this going to be like a fucking house party full of guys? Because that's weird. And I'm going to go home right now. And he's like, no, 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 chill. Like, it's my friend and his wife and her friends. Like, it's a it's a mixed thing. So I'm like, okay, okay, fine. Like, I, I won't be dramatic. Like, okay, if you say it's like a chill environment, I'm going to take it for what it is. So I get there. I park the car. He meets me outside. And he was like, hey, how are you? I was like, I'm good. I give him a quick hug. And we go inside the house. <sighs> Do you want to know what the fuck I walked into? I walked into a couple's game night evening. Mm -hmm. I walked in and what I walked into were couples paired up, okay, playing games, board games on a fucking coffee table. And I walk in in my sweatpants. Mind you, the girls are girling. Okay, they're all dressed up. They all got their makeup on. They all got their earrings on, their little dresses on. There's a charcuterie board on the table bottles of wine there's like two candles lit and i'm just existing in the doorway with fucking sweatpants glasses and a top bun and i look at llama and i'm like are you fucking kidding me what the fuck is this and he's like what just hanging out i was like no no this is a couple's game night what the fuck am i doing here i don't even know and it's like meet my friends. And so I'm, he's like introducing me to everybody. 
And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, this is so weird. Like, why am I here right now? Like, this is the kind of shit you do with a girlfriend. This is the kind of shit you do with somebody you're taking seriously. Like, I only agreed to show up because you made it seem like you were just hanging out with your friends and you made a batch of sangria and everybody was just chilling. No, bitch. This shit was like couples game night, date night. Like, the people that were hosting were married. They just had a baby. And the in-laws were watching the baby. So this wasn't just like a random like, oh, hey, we're like all hanging out on this random Wednesday night. No, this was like premeditated, planned hospitality. Like this was like an event. And I'm just here with sweatpants on with this guy. I literally am hanging out with for the first time right now. So I try to get over it and the guy finds it funny. He's like, I don't see the big deal. And I'm like, you are the dumbest person I've ever met. So (laughs) he gives me my sangria. I sit down in the living room and it's like, you know, we're playing these games. Like, I think we ended up playing Uno first. And then there was like another card game we started playing, but it was kind of complicated. So we just kind of resorted to just talking and getting to know each other. So I'm like getting to know the couple. I'm getting to know her friend and the guy that she's with. And, you know, it's a vibe. And then they ask me. How do I know Llama? And I look at him and I look at them and I go, oh, this is the first time we're hanging out. I was like, this is the first time we're hanging out. I was like, I've never hung out with him before that, before this. That's why I showed up in sweatpants because he made it seem it was like a casual hang. I had no idea what I was walking into. His friends, like the guys, started laughing because they're like, this guy's a dumbass. And the girls look mortified. Like they looked at me with wide eyes, looked at Llama and were like, what the fuck are you serious right now and they were like calling his name and he's cracking up he's like what i don't see the big deal and i'm just like okay like i'm glad that we're all on the same page and like this is such an because here's my thing here's my thing i host a lot right i love to throw parties i love to be hospitable like you know i like if i have guests over like i'm always cooking there's always things to drink like i'm always serving people you know especially if it's like a game night you know whatever like i make sure that i take the time to get ready and to be there for my guests in the same way that the guests that i invite always come through for me too so if i have a party if i have a game night if i have a girls night The girlies are arriving in cute outfits because pictures are going to be taken. They know there's going to be a spread. Like there's a level of respect that comes with hosting. Okay. And I take that seriously, especially when I'm invited to someone's home that is serving me. Like it's a sign of respect to not come empty handed. Obviously, like you always have something in hand and you put yourself together because the same way you took the time to cook, clean and serve me and host me is the same way I'm going to take my time to take a shower, do my makeup, get ready, buy a bottle of wine and show up to your home, you know, like with the same effort. So, which is the only reason why I was so disappointed in this scenario, because had I known what I was walking into, I would have never come in with sweatpants and I would have definitely came with something in hand. I would have not come empty handed. You know what I mean? (sighs) Okay, whatever, I digress. So we kind of just, there's like a happy medium at this point. We're all kind of like joking around. And then Llama suggests that we go to a bar afterwards. He's like, look, I fucked up. Let's just go grab a drink and let's just like talk, right? 
So I'm like, okay, fine. So we ended up going to this pub that's like around the corner from where his friends live. And we go in and like I get a drink and he gets a drink and we take a shot. And then I end up ordering like some chicken fingers and curry sauce. And like we're just talking and like the vibes are like better, right? Like I'm, I'm forgiving him. I'm like, okay, clearly it's been a long time for you. Clearly you're like very clueless on situations like this. I'll let it slide, whatever, right? So after we leave the pub, because the thing is, I ordered chicken fingers, but we shared it. So it's not like I ate a whole lot. So after we left, he asked me if I was still hungry. And I was like, oh, I could snack on something. So he's like, okay, I know a cool drive through spot that we can go to. So we hop in his truck. We go to this drive through place. And it's like this Greek drive through fast food spot that's like somewhere in Kissimmee. And I ended up ordering like French fries with a side of tzatziki sauce. So we're eating the fries in the car. I'm like dipping them in the tzatziki sauce and like we're listening to music and I'm like, oh, you know, what's your favorite song? He's like, what's your favorite song? So I'm playing my favorite song. Next thing you know, we're parked in front of my car, um, but we're still in the car talking, eating these fries, right? <laughs> so we're like talking and after the song that I played that was my favorite finished, he's like, okay, I'm going to play my favorite song. So I'm like, okay. So do you guys remember the movie 365? 365? It's a movie. It's like soft porn, if I'm being honest. And it's on Netflix. It's a really sexy movie. The actor, the main character, oh my God, I would risk it all for him. He is so fucking fine. Anyway, he's in the film. The movie, the soundtrack to the movie is like very sensual music. It's the kind of music that you would play when you're like in the bedroom, right? So he played a song and I'm like, damn, this sounds like super familiar. And he's like, have you ever seen 365? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen the movie. And he's like, oh yeah, it's from that movie. So I'm like, this is your favorite song? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, you know, I've seen the movie. Uh, I was like, yeah, I saw the first one. I think I saw the second one. I haven't watched the third one. Next thing I know, this man grabs my face and sticks his tongue in my mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I was still eating the french fry with tzatziki sauce. I'm pretty sure it's in my back molar still. But he decided to kiss me. <clears throat> so I kiss back. He finally gets off. And then I continue eating the fucking french fry that was in the back of my throat. I wish I was joking. I'm not fucking joking. So I go, okay, relax. And I kind of make a joke. So then I'm like, yeah, anyway, like I was saying, so then I continue my statement. I finally finish the fry and then he grabs my face again and he starts kissing me. And now it's to the point where it's like, okay, this is not feeling consensual. Like this is feeling very aggressive. And there was like a moment where he's like kissing me and I'm like, you know, like when you're kissing somebody and like the person's done kissing, you kind of like, you know, you kind of like resist. Like you're going to like, okay, like we're done. Like you just kind of like back off a little bit. He kept my face in place. Like he wouldn't let me go. And I was kind of like, okay, like this is like, I don't want to kiss you anymore. And then finally, I think once he was ready to take a breath, he like kind of let go. But then he did this thing where he reclined his fucking chair back 
and tried to grab me again so that I could go on top of him. And at this point, I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. I ended up fucking... Sorry, that was like really loud. I ended up like backing off and I was just like, dude, what the fuck? Are you kidding me right now? And he's like, what? And I grabbed my things and I just finally got out of the car. And as I get out of the car, he's like reclining his chair back, lowering the window. He's like, oh, it's like that? And I was like, yeah, it's like that. What the fuck? And I went to my car and he was like, okay, well, could you at least let me know when you get home? And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll text you. Bitch, I got in my car and I fucking drove home. And I did not text him. And I was so thrown off. And I was like, dude, that was so fucking weird. Like, I get maybe you were trying to set the tone by playing the song and making out with me and thinking that that would ignite something that would make me want to jump your bones. But that's not how I operate. Motherfucker, no. All you did was buy me a beer and a shot and some fucking tzatziki fries. My guy, you think that's you think that stands for me to now fuck you in your car? Ew, get the fuck out of here. Bro, I was like, I am not talking to this man ever again. Like, this is, no. So the next day, he ended up, like, texting me, and he was, like, trying to talk to me, and I was just, like, dodging it. And then he started calling me out on it because I was, like, posting on Instagram, and he was like, oh, it's like that. You're like, you're not going to talk to me now? And I'm like, no, like, I'm just, like, really busy. <laughs> like, that's all I really said. I was like, I'm just, like, really busy. And then, like, he, like, called me and, like, left me a two-minute voicemail. Yeah, llama, talking about you. I know you're listening to the podcast. I'm talking about you being mad fucking weird but we ended up like talking about it and I kind of made fun of him for it and then he like apologized and he was like I'm sorry I think I got too excited I didn't mean to like scare you off and I'm like it's chill like I'm just you know I don't think I'm in the mindset right now to be like entertaining anybody and I just kind of like left it at that but you know we're cool like you know we're friends on Instagram still and it's chill like he'll reach out once in a while and you know like we're friends like it's cool like I'm not mad you know it was just like a really weird situation. And I told him that I was like, yo, it was like mad tongue. And that was like mad weird. And like, I make fun of him for it now. And, you know, it kind of makes him cringe. Like, I know he's embarrassed. And he knows that I forgive him. Like, I'm not mad. But it was just a very weird situation. And I just, I knew I was going to talk about it on the podcast. But honey, it's fucking ghetto out here. Like, <laughs> dating is not fun. And the more I see what's out there, I swear to you, the more it just makes me like hate my ex because I'm like, had you just done your shit right? Had you just acted right? I wouldn't be out here dealing with this shit. (laughs) That's literally how my brain is right now. Like this shit is fucking wild. That happened a while ago. That happened like a few months ago. But no, my friends, you know, I'm, I'm open to it. You know, like I go on dates. I actually went on one last night and it was actually really nice and um yeah i'm not really gonna talk too much about the people that i'm seeing not that i'm seeing multiple people but like i said i am single you know if i meet somebody who's cool and they want to go out for a drink or take me out to dinner nine times out of ten i'm gonna say yes and i'm gonna talk about it with the girls you know but i'm not I don't want to say that I'm not dating with intention because I'm always I always move with intention, but I'm not dating like I'm trying to meet my husband. I'm not dating like I'm trying to meet my next boyfriend. I think for me, it's more like open to getting to know people, taking inventory of what I want and what I don't want. And obviously, if something special comes from it and there's like a chemistry and a connection and it's like an equal attraction, 
then that is a bonus. But for right now, I'm just kind of like taking it day by day. I meet a guy that I really like and then it doesn't work out and then I'm disappointed. And then maybe I meet a guy that I think I like and then I realize this isn't really for me. Or then, you know, I meet a guy and, you know, the vibes are great, but now he's not ready. So that's just the give and take of dating. It just sucks. Like the fluctuating, like the roller coaster of like, is it going to work? Is it not? Is this the real thing? Is it not? You know, is it one sided? Is it, you know, mutual, but not enough? Like, I don't know. So I'll keep y'all posted on the dating life. Hopefully I won't have any more horror stories, dating stories. But then again, it is what it is. I'm probably going to have a hundred more before I actually meet the right guy. So we'll see. But anyways, my friends, that kind of concludes this episode. I wanted to tell you some of the fucked up dating stories I've had experienced these past few months. Of course, there's a little bit more, but I'll save that for a future episode. I love you so much. Thank you for listening in. I hope you found this episode entertaining. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nicole Asev and my podcast Instagram account at Hold Up Let Me Explain. I have a YouTube channel, so make sure you check me out. It's the same hold or handle as my Instagram name. Um, but yeah, make sure you follow and subscribe, write the podcast, leave me messages. I always read them. And like always, every new episodes on Mondays, I love you so much. Stay safe and I'll see you next time.